Welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo. Caitlin? Oh, no Caitlin this week. She's in sunny, exciting Tampa, Florida. She was supposed to be here via Skype. Right. And then her, she had travel disasters. Which is exactly why I do not promote flying. Because things happen. Well, you can get stranded driving, too. Maybe not this time of year, but... Not in the same way. Weather happens. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like it's unexpected for... June, but God, Florida wins again. Yeah, Florida always wins. We're talking about Ambien today, and mm-hmm. specifically all of the crazy things people do when they take Ambien and go to sleep, Correct. and then wake up uh, in the middle of a lake or some crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever taken Ambien? Yes, I told a story on here once. Did you? I feel like we've both told Ambien stories. I was the one where I had uh, this guy over, and then like I took an Ambien. And then I took like 14 pictures of the wall and I woke up in a kimono the next day at one. Yeah. Yeah. I took Ambien for the first and only time when I was driving to Minneapolis. Oh, that's right. You did talk about that. Yeah. Because I figured it was only like I had like an hour left in the drive. I was going to I wasn't going to fall asleep. And I didn't. But I drank a bunch and went to a Springsteen concert. And I remember none of it. (laughs) I saw I remember seeing two Springsteens for most of the concert and a guy elbowing me to wake me up. And after that, I was like, I've never been that fucked up in my life. I'm never taking Ambien again. So it's supposed to take 15 minutes to kick into effect. So I would always take it when I was ready to like lights out. Right. I did most of the side effects they talked about except for driving. However, I don't know of anybody who's ever taken it while currently driving. (laughs) (laughs) You might be a first. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just the side effect kicking in before I took the pill. So did you already have the tickets to Springsteen or was that? No, I had the tickets. I was already planning. I had a hotel room booked. I was driving a a Buick at the time. So I was living. I was fucking living. It's like a couch on wheels. You knew what it was supposed to do, yet you were driving and going like you had plans later. So the point of taking it was. Well, if you look into it, if you can stay awake on Ambien, it's a very trippy high. Like people have yeah. sex on Ambien. If it... But typically they don't remember. Right. Right. Yeah. And I don't remember a lot about that Springsteen concert. I remember he played the Magic album in its entirety, I believe. Maybe I remember more of it than I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe you were fine. But I, I got there and I started drinking after I had taken two Ambien. By the time I got to the show, I started drinking uh, black velvet out of a Bruce Springsteen coffee mug because I asked for a shot and I said, burn it. And they just like <laughs> poured me half a glass of whiskey. And I was like, all right, drinking that the rest of the night. So the guy I had over like the next morning, I discovered he ate like. Uh, my quesadilla, which for me, as a single person, I live like a dirty, dirty bachelor. So when I go out and eat dinner, a lot of times I'll get extra food to bring home. Sure, and that's yeah. what I consider grocery shopping. Yeah. So the next day I noticed like, oh, my God, he ate my fucking quesadilla. And then I was like, plus, I don't know if we use a condom or not. <laughs> so, so it's I like that, that was number two. <laughs> right. So it's like there's a part of me that's like chlamydia or like. <laughs> Or my quesadilla. Or like, quesadilla. Chlamydia or quesadilla. But like yeah. not and. Not both. Yeah, you don't want both. No. That Yeah, that would be bad. 
Yeah, Ambien, it's uh, one of the most prescribed drugs in America. The generic version, version Zolpidem, sells for less than $2 per pill, which that's a great price if you can get your hands on it. It actually outsells prescription ibuprofen in terms of prescription drug sales. So that's goddamn sells a lot. At its peak, Ambien's French manufacturer made $2 billion in sales. And these sleepwalking side effects that people talk about so much now, they were just kind of a rumor for the longest time when Ambien started. And then in 2006, Representative Patrick Kennedy crashed his car in Washington, D.C. in the middle of the night. And when officers approached, he explained he was late for an important vote. It was 2.45 in the morning. He did not have to vote on shit. And it was later revealed that his behavior was a result of having taken Ambien. And after that, a bunch of other users filed a lawsuit, and Ambien was forced to put other warnings on their box, but there's still no... It's still prescribed as much as it always has been. I don't know why. I think that's kind of a cool story. Because, like, typically when people... Like representatives or whatever, especially at Kennedy, <laughs> yeah. it's in trouble. It's because there was alcohol invo- involved. So, like, this right. is probably the first Ambien-related Kennedy incident to happen. Oh, this guy was a huge alcoholic, though. I think he. Oh, had, well. I think he had. I think he was taking Ambien because he couldn't sleep because he'd quit drinking or something like that. Yeah, and sometimes I've heard uh, if you drink and then like your blood sugar drops, you wake up in the middle of the night. So I didn't mind taking both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's perfectly safe. Well, it also pills says and alcohol here, are two great tastes that taste great together. Well, I also took um, Xanax that night. Oh, what? damn! That's a lot. And I think other drugs. I'm not even kidding. Like I am wondering if I did die at some point, and it's not my ghost here recording with you. Yeah, I've I've got drug stories. I I one night had taken a bunch of cough syrup and was drunk, and I was smoking weed. And this friend of mine comes over. And she's just got a big bag of prescription drugs. And she just, just drops a, I think it was a clonopin in, yeah, in my yeah. lap. And I was like, yep, I'll take that. Yep. And then I just woke up the next morning like, wasn't there someone here last night? Like I was still in the chair I was in. I just fucking passed out. I watch Intervention sometimes and I'm like, been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is but, that still on? Didn't they bring it back? I don't know. I, I I did watch a lot of Intervention. I don't know if they did. I couldn't watch the heroin once because their skin grossed me out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It might be. I definitely think, you know, the older I get, like, there's definitely a sense of mortality. Like, I've probably done some damage. Oh, yeah. We, we just talked on another podcast about a guy who got a new tattoo and five days later went swimming in the Gulf of Mexico. And got an infection that ultimately killed him. Because you're not supposed to swim after you get a tattoo. But one of the reasons this infection killed him is he had advanced liver disease from drinking six beers a day. Which I know so many people right, who drink who do, way yeah. more than that. I would, I would rather get an STD test than a liver test. What happens when you get a liver test? Is it... Like if they're like, oh, like you have oh, cirrhosis. you mean just like the like yeah, stage finding four out. cirrhosis, like you should never drink again. Yeah, that's the only good thing is at least liver disease is kind of reversible, but kind you also of. don't get the party anymore, right? Which like what a sober bummer. Just take do my liver for, if it right. if it's Do so I really bothered with it? me drinking. Yeah. Like 
just take it out, put it wherever my gallbladder is now. They, they took yeah. that out, and I'm fine. Would you really need your liver? I bet if you look into the science, you don't, and it's just big organ yeah. wanting us to have this as many in our body as they can fit. Taking up room. Yeah, yeah. We don't need you, liver. We could put another kidney there. I think those do the same thing. Let's put something that won't get black. Yeah, something that stays pretty as it gets diseased. So no lungs, no liver. What if your lungs just grew like really pretty flowers when you smoked? And it's like, oh, that's really cute. But it also <laughs> killed you. And you're just like, I don't know. Well, that still looks nice. It would be prettier to look at than what they show you at the doctor's office yeah, on your x-ray. That's always bad times. They're like, oh, there's a hole, or this is all black. <laughs> there's or a this, hole. <laughs> this is what your face looks and actually has a ton of skin cancer on it or precancerous cells. Like, I don't want all that. Yeah, I don't want to know. Save that for someone else. Yeah. I like mystery. I'll find out on my deathbed like Bob Marley. It's like dating a guy and knowing if he cheated on you. Like, there's some things I'd rather be in the dark about. Exactly. I don't want to know if any guys cheated on me. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you son of a bitch. Probably. At an estate sale. At a estate sale. <laughs> oh, what? That's the horror story of the weekend. So should we talk about some of these goddamn people? Oh, really quick. Oh, wait. Did I read the... No, I didn't. The reports from the suit include claims of people eating buttered oh, cigarettes yeah. and whole eggs, including the shell. So that last one was Jeff. But who's eating the buttered cigarettes? That's amazing. Wait, he did that on Ambien? No, I just... I imagine if jeff was going to take ambien and do anything it would be eat whole eggs see i feel because like all he eats is eggs he would do that so so his cholesterol his body is probably in way worse shape than ours but isn't aren't eggs good cholesterol or is that bad cholesterol I still feel like it's bad because i took the atkins in high school or in college and it was lots of cheese eggs and butter repeat and my cholesterol was high and my doctor was like you should probably lay off <laughs> <laughs> But I was also on Fun Fun, so you know it's a roll of the dice. More like Fun things. Fun. That shit was great. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Finger Did me. you take it too? No, I just took a bunch of stuff with ephedrine in it. Yeah. Which that was the main ingredient in Fen Fen. You used to be able to buy ephedrine at gas stations. They called them mini thins. Yeah, and they I think still sell part of the ephedrine in uh, pharmacias in Mexico. So I used to go down and get some, See. and then. Uh, I would be at work and my mouth would dry out and I would start sweating and ha I'd have to go into the vault where our beer was and cool down <laughs> and put frozen burritos on the back of my neck like a champion. <laughs> but I did lose 15 pounds in a summer. Yeah, it, it really uh, curbs your appetite. I slept two to four hours a night, but it no made appetite. Me, it made me want to drink, too. Like you get that jacked up and you want to drink yeah. to come down. No, I agree. It was Yeah, it's bad times. People shouldn't but take good that. good times. Yeah. I mean, unless you have a lot of stuff to do. It's bad in good times. It's like that movie Hope Floats. Like, there's yeah. highs and lows. It's just like the movie Hope Floats. <laughs> yes. you, you know, don't take don't take ephedrine unless you have a bunch of shit to do or you just want to party. Or you want to lose weight. So, Lindsay Schweigert, she is one of the famous cases of people doing crazy shit on Ambien. In March of 2011, she took one Ambien before getting into bed at 6 p.m. Who gets into bed at 6? I know. That leads me to believe she was already hammered or something. Well, wait. She's a f was she the flight attendant? Uh, no. no. Oh. She had a like an 
NSA job or something. She had a job that required oh. government security so clearance. Maybe she just needed to be awake early, but still, that just seems weird. Yeah, 6 is weird. But she gets into bed at 6 p.m., hours later wakes up in custody with no idea how she got in there. That's how I would like to wake up in custody. Wouldn't it be exciting? Like, I never have been in custody before. Never? No. No. <laughs> no. You've never been to jail? No. Oh. I have. <laughs> How was that? Huh? How was that? Were you, were you in the drunk tank? No, I had a. Uh, I had gotten in an accident, and when the cop showed up, uh, everything was fine, and he took my license and was like, "Here's your court date." And then I missed that court date, and then one day I was driving on Main Street in mm-hmm. Peoria, right past the Avantes there, Shout past out. the uh, Bradley University campus. Mm-hmm. And I get in the turn lane, and I look over, and that cop from that same accident is just glaring at me. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to go to jail. And sure enough, I turn left. He turns left, not from the turn lane, and pulls me over. And he's like, I think you have a warrant. And I was like, I think you're right. Like, well, I couldn't lie. Yeah. So then I went to jail for a weekend. Uh, it was Because it was a Friday night, and that's the problem. Get out Monday you, morning? Yeah. How was it? It was fine. Like, I didn't shower. Because the the first day I was there, this guy who was in for rape uh, told me that in order to make the shower run a little longer, that you could just take this broomstick. And he's holding a broomstick over his head and goes, you just take this broomstick and jam it up under the, the shower head. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not getting in a jail shower that comes pre-installed with a broomstick. Like, I'm just going to not shower until Monday. I feel like he was talking to you in metaphors, though. Like, I feel like the shower yeah. head was your butthole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of, he called me young blood. Like, no, nope, I'm not getting in that shower my, at all. My friend, actually, my friend's husband went to uh, jail in Colorado for like a week for, I don't know, a second DUI or whatever. And uh, they called him, he looks like Rick Moranis. And so they kept calling him Honey or Honey Bear from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> I do like that they give nicknames. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's mandatory. You got to. I also got, uh, I, I played a game of dice with someone for mm-hmm. my dessert and lost immediately. <laughs> dice made out of cardboard toilet paper tubes. They're very resourceful. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. We played football with a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. It was great. And the, the quarterback kept eyeing me like I was fresh meat. <laughs> I was like, mm, do I look good in here? That's... Is it this lighting? Is it this Little fluorescent lighting? Ego boost. Please don't rape me before Monday. Yeah. Were you ever worried? Were you scared to sleep? No, because the doors uh, locked at night. So when you shut your door at night, it like no one. And they were single cells. Could get in. Yeah. Oh, that would make me feel. Yeah. Yeah. I the would sleep single. Better. The single cells were great. So I would just like go to bed at six o'clock like this fucking maniac, <laughs> and then just stay in my cell till six in the morning. And cry? Did you cry? No. The only thing that weirded me out is when they. Uh, when I got checked in or whatever the fuck they call it in jail, when I first got there and they took me to my cell, there was a dude there who for some sort of medical reason couldn't have his door locked at night. So he was just sitting out in the hallway yelling at people (laughs) and they were like, okay, your cell is up next to his. So I have to step (laughs) over this screaming maniac to get to my fucking cell. That part was creepy. Did you learn a lesson? Uh, yeah. I mean, go to your court dates if you have yeah. them. Other than that, it, was, it wasn't it was that bad. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. Things were probably worse for Lindsay, though, when she woke up. Yep. Because like uh, 
she, uh, in the weeks after her arrest, she pieced together what happened that night, and she had gotten out of bed, drawn a bath, and then left the house with her dog, which, good puppy, and she started driving to a local restaurant but crashed into another car soon after leaving her house. And when police pulled her over, she was swaying and glassy-eyed, and she failed a sobriety test and was charged with DUI and running a stoplight. So this really isn't that crazy of a story, except for the part where she has a job where she has security clearance, and if this arrest goes on her record, she's going to lose her job permanently. And prosecutors at first wanted to give her a six-month jail, six jail sentence in addition to other punishments, but her lawyers argued that her bizarre behavior on that night was a result of medication which warned right on the label that, and I fucking love this, this is, is actually on the label of Ambien. After taking Ambien, you may get up out of bed while not being fully awake and do an activity that you do not know you were doing. The next morning, you may not remember that you did anything during the night. Reported activities include driving a car, making and eating food, talking on the phone, having sex, and sleepwalking. So her lawyers argued that instead of going to jail, she should have been taken to a hospital. And they goddamn won, because that's how it works when you're white in the justice system. I'm assuming, Lindsay. But uh, she, uh, because they uh, dropped the charges and they let her plead to a lesser charge of careless driving, and she got to keep her job and her security clearance. I hear they have dingoes in jail. They do. <laughs> Hello, I'm from Texas. Hello, I'm from Texas, mate, and I take Ambien there. Okay, so one, she could have drowned. She drew in a bath, and then she got in her car. Right. So it's almost better that she got in her car so she didn't Whitney Houston it. I mean, I don't know. I, because we come to somebody later where they actually hit somebody. But out of those things, so when I was in France, I would take Ambien, and I was in this bed, and I had a roommate, and we had like an L-shaped bed, so... Her head was at the top of the bunk, and the way I slept, my feet were by her head, and I'd get up in the middle of the night and take off my pants. So twice she woke up to my vagina, (laughs) (laughs) and I had just met her. So the first night it happened, and the next morning I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, it's cool. And then the second night she was like, all right, girl, (laughs) can we put a belt on you? And during that time, too, uh, I had my work phone. I had both my phones next to me, and apparently <laughs> I answered the phone on an ambient yeah. high, and somebody started talking, and apparently I was, like, mumbling, and then apparently they were like, hello, hello, and I, like, hung up, and then when I was looking at the number later, I realized it was a customer complaint who had kept calling, <laughs> <laughs> kept calling me, and, uh, you know, I'm in France. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to fuck? you when I get back. To Texas, mate. uh so yeah that's uh that's one story Lindsay schweigert there's also julianne bronson there isn't a lot of information about these next couple uh julianne bronson she was a 45 year old flight attendant from texas she took a couple of ambien to help her sleep uh she'd been drinking wine earlier in the day and went to bed early She woke the following morning in jail, still in her pajamas, barefoot and terrified when she was told that she'd run over three people, including an 18-month-old girl who suffered severe brain damage as a result of the wreck. She was horrified. 
In May of 2012, she pleaded guilty to felonies of intoxication, assault, and failure to stop and render aid. She said, I did the crime, but I never intended to do it. I wouldn't hurt a flea, and if I would have hit somebody, I would have stopped and helped. We're trained in CPR. But she faced 10 years in prison, but because of the Ambien defense, she'll serve six months and have 10 years probation. That's, uh, I, I did read one thing that said if, if, you are, if you do end up taking Ambien and driving, for legal reasons, it's easier to get off if you injure or kill someone. Because if they're going to charge you with homicide, that requires some degree of intent, which is almost impossible to prove in these cases. Whereas with drunk driving, there isn't any intent. They just have to prove you were fucked up and you got in a car and drove. That's tough because it's it's kind of like when they said you used to, like you're not supposed to take NyQuil. You know, it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to. But like if you do and you hit somebody, is that the same as a DUI? Like, if you were to be pulled over on Ambien, like, what kind of testing would they have? Like, with DUI testing. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. With that first one, she failed a sobriety test, but she wasn't actually drunk. She just couldn't walk. Like, she was stumbling. But I wonder, so with the sobriety test, I mean, that could be the alphabet backwards or walking in a straight line. But, like, don't they take either, like, a breathalyzer or a blood test? Yeah, usually. Okay. Like, but a breathalyzer wouldn't pick up any of that. Right? Yeah. So then, hey, okay, kid, <laughs> stop You're fine. swerving, but keep going. <laughs> keep it between the lines if you can. <laughs> I don't see that you've been drinking. You're a little loopy. Just get home safely. Um, I was uh, I was going to ask you a question, and I can't remember what it was now. Eh. Who knows? Well, I don't know. Was it about Texas, mate? I don't know. Was it about <laughs> Texas? They have a lot of outback steakhouses in Texas. They're from Australia, like I am. <laughs> Outback Steakhouse. Texas and Australia are basically the same thing. Australia, home of the blooming onion. It really is. Don't no, I, I believe it. I it's believe fine. it. Okay. Let's talk about, did we talk about Donna Neely? No. Donna Neely is an interesting one because uh, she faced vehicular manslaughter charges after hitting and killing Chow Tao Her, a mother of 11 and the accident happened when her car crossed the center line and hit uh, Chow's truck head-on. She was in, under the influence of hydrocodone and Ambien at the time of the accident, and a jury still found her not guilty, which I feel like the hydrocodone would make it different. Right? I would think so, too. Is that the one that people who are getting off drugs take, or no? No, that's methadone. Oh, wrong, wrong drone. Hydrocodone is just a... Uh, prescription pain pill, basically. I oh, think it's an op. Then she's fine. I think it's an opioid, but yeah, it seems like that would have added some some sort of degree of gravity to it, but apparently not. Uh, but six years later, she was back in court after she was involved involved in another accident where I read the details. It said she was hit from behind but didn't stop, which. She might have just thought, you know, there was a, a killer after her on that rural road. No, I uh, I assumed that your links actually were just um, the notes, so I didn't read, <laughs> but now I know. The fact that her BAC was four times the legal limit, wasn't it like it was three times like you're legally dead? Yeah, something like that. She was really fucked up. They used to have this uh, show that I'd watch, and it was like... 
I don't know, something with Havasu where they would show all these boats and they would show because, you know, people drink on the water there. And I don't know if it's the sun or what, but they just get so fucked up. And then they're driving boats. Right. And there's a ton of people. And uh, I mean, they would show different people and they're like, oh, my God, like, you know, they do a breathalyzer and they're like, oh, it's like point two eight four. Like they should be dead, <laughs> let alone driving a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what my highest blood alcohol content has ever know. been. I know. I wonder, too. I, bet it's, I know there are times when it's been pretty high. I would I would I would agree about my own. Um, or am I just like better at it now? You know, like, yeah, I had could be. alcohol poisoning uh, once, uh, twice. Both was when I was young and didn't know. And, you know, like, you don't really know. Like, what was it? What I've never had alcohol poisoning. Oh, my God. It's almost like food poisoning. Like, it's just you're constantly dry heaving and you want to die. I think I drank Southern Comfort. Like, some of the girls oh, in my yeah. sorority had it. And you don't really get, like, what a lot is or how much you're supposed to do. And I'm sure we had it with a mixer, so it tasted delicious. Yeah, if you mix it right, Southern Comfort just tastes like hazelnut. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it, w- it was no fun. I would guess that would be it because it made me like really sick. But who knows? I assume anything with hard alcohol would probably be. Yeah, my sister had to go to the emergency room for alcohol poisoning once, and the only thing I remember of the whole orde- ordeal is uh, one her. Uh, crying, sobbing in the living room and saying, I want my brother. And then when she sobered up the next day, she was like, I remember calling for you and you didn't come. And I was like, yes, I did, you drunk son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I came right away. She was like, I don't remember that part. So you're close to your sister. Yeah, 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 we are. Well, we were closer back then, but we're... Until this incident? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was several other incidents later. But I also remember at the emergency room, they had to cut her jeans off her. Because at the time, people were wearing these jeans that were like, they were like skinny jeans, kind of, but they were like super tight around the ankles. Were they acid washed? Yes, of course they were. And they had to cut them off of her. And I just remember thinking that was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to go home with no pants. It's good. Yeah, I don't have a... Haven't you ever watched one of your siblings almost die of alcohol poisoning? No. Share your story. I have It's a safe space. I have it. No, I did um, have to take a friend to the hospital when she uh, tried to overdose some pills. Oh, yeah. And they didn't cut her clothes off, but they did put charcoal down her throat and she kept yelling. And I was like, God, she's loud. Like, I'm trying to read a magazine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. down. Yeah, we all got our things to focus on. <laughs> so let's talk about Robert Stewart. This is yeah. where the Ambien tales get pretty goddamn harrowing. Robert Stewart is the perpetrator of what's known as the Carthage Nursing Home Massacre. He, dressed in a bib overall, arrived at the parking lot of the Carthage Nursing Home just before 10 a.m., where he fired several shots at his wife's empty car, shattering its windows. He then fired at the car of visitor Michael Lee Cotton as he was driving into the parking lot, hitting him in the left shoulder. Cotton later stated that Stewart was very calm, very deliberate during the shooting, but he managed to run into the building and warn the people inside of the gunman. Police received the first emergency calls at approximately 10 a.m., and the only police officer on duty in Carthage, 25-year-old Corporal Justin Garner, was dispatched to the scene. Cotton left a camouflage Remington 597 22 caliber rifle atop his Jeep Cherokee, and then entered the nursing home armed with a 357 caliber handgun, a 22 Magnum semi-automatic pistol, 
and a 12-gauge Winchester 1300 shotgun, and he went on down the hall. It's a Doors reference, if anyone gets it. Anyway, apparently searching for his wife, Wanda Neal, who'd been reassigned to the Alzheimer's unit that morning. <laughs> he must have forgot. Because <laughs> Alzheimer's. <laughs> he forgot that she was re- It's fine. Yeah. Uh, did he, he didn't have Alzheimer's. No, no. Okay, I'm not. Well, because of the Alzheimer's unit, and he, he forgot a thing, so it's like I made that connection. Did he forget he was from Texas? I'm from Texas, then. I forgot. <laughs> we just ride up in sea-doos, we do. Maybe a dingo ate your baby. Put another shrimp on the barbie, governor. Oh, this is so fun. Uh, So he walks in with a bunch of goddamn guns, and he eventually... Oh. Sorry, time out. Could you imagine the guy who was going to the nursing home? And this is how I Im- imagine. Like, my uncle, uh, BJ, hated going to the nursing home because he's just, like, a piece of shit. He's one of those who's, like, a, re- <laughs> a, a reborn Christian or something who's, like, a pastor but who, like, never has money and who's always trying to scam my relatives out of money. And so when my grandma was sick, like, he was the one child who would never go visit her because uh, yeah. he said nursing homes bothered him. Like, sure. fuck you, BJ. Yeah. Like, I wish that was my Uncle BJ. He's like, all right, the one time I go, when he gets shot in the goddamn <laughs> shoulder. That one's for you, Beej. That's for you, Beej. So uh, after refusing, oh, he, he uh, Stuart, once he realized his wife was in the Alzheimer's unit, he headed to that area, which was secured by passcode protected doors. As he walked through the hallways of the nursing home, he killed seven residents, two of them in their wheelchairs, while the staff tried to usher the other patients to safety. A nurse, Jerry Avant, was shot and killed when he tried to stop the gunman. Avant was the only employee killed. The rest you're just old people in the wrong place. And you're, Well, you in the right Alzheimer's. place, but at the wrong time. <laughs> right, definitely in the right place. <laughs> Under medical supervision, for the right. most part. Um, but yes, could you imagine? Like, I think I'd be like, shoot me <laughs> like i've got alzheimer's and i'm like in yeah. a diaper and in a wheelchair like this is like my like i won the yeah. lottery <laughs> like, you're like yes. son and then he shoots you <laughs> Take me i'm not your son yeah uh, it, any of that but i would hate to die at work like poor jerry avant did like i used to think about that a lot when i would work in offices and i'm like if there's an office shooting and i fucking die here this is not how i wanted to goddamn go. haunt in this place yeah because I would be very unsettled. Because all I want when I'm at an office is to go home. Oh, 100%. Not home home, but like... <laughs> Just leave. Yeah, 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 not like the home. Like, yeah, not the home in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast so people could see how you moved your head. When you said you the home in the sky. You were kind of mirroring it, by the way. You were parroting me. <laughs> I, was, it's, I was impressed. So, uh, yeah, he shoots a lot of goddamn people. Uh, Garner returned fire and hit Stewart in the chest, incapacitating him. Garner recalled that the wounded Stewart said only one thing. Kill me. Kill me. No, I think he said, finger me. Finger me. Finger me. Woo! Uh, I had one person named Kelly ask me to finger her at CrimeCon. Did you do it? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. I would hope. No, I'm an equal opportunity finger. Did Caitlin finger her? Uh, I don't think Caitlin was there, but I don't. Th- I think Caitlin is very adamant. When Caitlin gets back, we're gonna have <laughs> to have a talk about the fingering. And... Have your lawyers draw up something. Yeah, some papers. We'll both have our lawyers, yes. and we'll just do a. We'll work something out with Caitlin that, where, like, she has to, where like... she's comfortable, but also fulfilling our needs, right? 
by contract or we can sue her. Right, right. Right. Or yeah, she owes us money. She's not off the show because we need her on the show. She's so oh, we great. Definitely need her on the but show. But if we could still have her on the show and she's like, uh, like we legally could be bound off the show, to, <laughs> she could be on the show. Yeah, she could just do it. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the settlement. She has to do this podcast by herself now with Robert the doll. I forgot he was here until you just mentioned that. He's staring right at me. <laughs> I can't. I can't not forget he's here. We put him on the bottom shelf of the TV rack in the studio because he's so creepy. But now, yeah, I imagine you and him are just staring face to face. It's a little unsettling. That's fine. He's Robert. He's a good boy doll. So Stuart, this motherfucker, he uses the Ambien defense mm-hmm. when he goes, uh, when he ends up getting arrested. He, uh, by the way, killed six people and five others were wounded. They were uh, taken to a hospital. One more died the next day. And in the hospital, he told a nurse that he had taken six nerve pills and did not remember anything about the shooting. He's charged with eight counts of first-degree murder. September 3rd, 2011, never forget, a jury convicted Stewart of eight counts of second-degree murder. He was sentenced to a total incarceration term of 179 years, four months, and 20 days, but still avoided the death penalty because of the Ambien defense. Uh, that's a, a different never forget, Adam. Is that uh, not? No, it's not. The, that's not the original one. It's not s- no. 9-3-11? You're close. You're like a week off. Oh, okay. I mean, if you insist, I'll go. We'll go back and Google it after, and I'll just edit this out if I was wrong. I mean, but... maybe you're right. I uh, I'm not great at like math or dates or knowing the orig- the origins of Never Forget. You know what? When Caitlin's back, me and you are going to have to talk to <laughs> about my 9/11 references. I like to keep them very general. Just so, just anything in September. September, if it says September and there's an 11 just in it, don't forget. Never forget and make a wish. When you um. See it. <sighs> Oh, the nerve pills. That's weird to me that he said that because that seems like it would be something either for pain medication or if you're like you're nervous or anxious, Xanax. Right. Like Ambien is solely, I think, to sleep. But if he, Or drive to a Bruce Springsteen concert. Of, yeah, like of course. One of the two. Like if he – I was thinking maybe if he bought them illegally and the person was just like, these will help you relax, man. But six still seems excessive and I think the next guy also takes a lot. Like – at the most, I'm taking two. And I'm an addict. Yeah. So maybe three or four. Yeah, six is a lot. I would be scared I would die if I took... Did I tell you about the time I took seven tabs of ecstasy? What? No. Yes. It was a Sunday in Newport Beach. Beautiful day out. It was June. Um, I was starting a brand new job <laughs> the next day. Of course. <laughs> At a pharmaceutical sales company. <laughs> so you're doing research? <laughs> Getting ready for the big gig? Yeah, I don't know. It was like, I was, I remember I was 30 years old and that, I mean, I was like in a big drug haze anyway. And it just seemed to make sense. Like, oh, we're all partying and having a good time. And, you know, oh, yeah, I mean, there's like work tomorrow, but like, I'll figure it out. And I could not sleep, I want to say, for the next two or three days. Like, I kept having like muscle spasms. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, well, the next day I had to meet my boss. So I go and I look almost exactly like Nick Nolte's mugshot <laughs> <laughs> on my first day of work. And I remember he's like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm not feeling so great. And I was like, maybe he'll let me go home. And instead he was like, he was like, um, actually, I have this computer science test for you to take. 
sorry, it's a prerequisite. And then uh, I thought we could get lunch and then we'll go pick up your car. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking the test and I swear I look like Michael Jackson and Thriller like every 30 seconds. My head goes to my shoulder as I'm taking the test and I got a (laughs) 4-0% on it. That doesn't seem good. No, it wasn't good. And he goes, I'm surprised you did so bad. I dare say you were probably the worst test taker we've ever had. But I honestly kind of patted myself on the back for getting 40% of them right. Are you kidding? I didn't slept in a while. That's crazy. I've never – I was trying to think of times when I've taken a bunch of pills at once. I took eight Valium at once. See, I feel like that's a lot. But they were half a milligram. So it was more like only taking four Valium at once. Mm -hmm. But either way, that's still a lot. But I also completely, while I was sitting here racking my brain, I forgot that I used to be addicted to cough syrup, but the kind that you take in pills. And I would take two 20-capsule bottles at a time. So I would take 40 pills. Like, if you saw me taking them, you would assume I was committing suicide because I was just throwing two bottles of pills down my throat. Is that like when people have addictions to, um, like, Listerine, like mouthwash? No, because what's in Robitussin is a lot more similar to PCP. It's almost a hallucinogen. Oh, really? Yeah, if you take it in really high doses, it fucks you up. Like interesting. Yeah, hmm. it's. And I was I've got a, something new to try this weekend. I was addicted to that for about two years. Oh I would take God. it at work, and it makes your like speech slurred. I don't know how I kept my job right all that time, but I did. Probably because I'm always really good at whatever job I have. Oh, no, I definitely, I definitely believe that. Plus, I feel like I slur just as much when I'm sober as I do when I'm drunk, so nobody really knows the difference. Yeah, I try to, so no one notices. Yeah. That way. You're you're like uh, Ed Norton in that one movie where he pretended to be, like, mentally retarded, but, like, you're really not, but it's, like, it's just easier. I don't know if I saw that movie. Okay, and I don't know what it is. If Caitlin were here, <laughs> she would know. I'm so bad at this. Either that or she would be in the corner sobbing right now. You know what? Uh, I'm going to say, Caitlin's maternal instincts already came out over the weekend. I haven't seen her cry. I saw her a little grouchy the first three months, but she was having morning sickness. Right. But to hang out with somebody who was drunk for 72 hours, like she and I remember when we went uh, to get on the plane to go home and she was like just sit next to me if you would have sat next to me on the way here I don't think we would have had so many problems like she was already like looking out for me and at one point I get in at 3 a.m. and she's been in bed since like 11 yeah and I have <laughs> I have to put on rain sounds to sleep so I put them on like full blast <laughs> oh. and she's just like haha what is that could you please turn it down and it's like <laughs> how did she not like Lose her shit on me. I would have been like, drunk bitch, get out of here. And she was just like, she's like, she's like really nice pregnant. She is. Caitlin's great. I mean, she's, she's great anyway. And she did. She looked beautiful. I was like, oh my God, like not drinking like your skin. I mean, she's already beautiful, but like she had on this like pretty dress and her hair was pretty. And she goes, prenatal vitamins. That's what we need to overdose on. Cause she said they really oh. help like your hair, your skin and your nails. Oh, let's take some of those. Why aren't we doing it? Finger me. Finger me. I'm bringing yeah. some next time. Please do. Yeah. Um, so let's get to the the last guy, and then we'll we will wrap this shit up. Thomas Chester Page, on February second, two thousand eleven. Never forget. Deputies responded to a nine one one call from Thomas Chester Page's wife, saying she was afraid he had shot himself. Officers said when they confronted Page in his driveway, he pulled a forty caliber pistol 
from his jacket pocket and held it to his head. Deputy said Page then retreated towards a detached garage while firing twice at the officers. The three officers all returned fire. Page was not injured and managed to get into the garage. After backup officers arrived, Page continued to fire through the door of his shed at officers who positioned themselves behind a fence that surrounded Page's yard. Detectives determined that Page had fired at deputies at least 12 times. Two deputies fired back at Page. Page, still uninjured, then surrendered and placed and was placed under arrest. At trial, Page claimed that he could recall nothing about the incident because he had taken at least three or four Ambien. He also presented several character witnesses and produced testimony that he had never been in trouble before. Page was convicted on five counts of attempted murder. The judge sentenced him to 30 years on each count to be served concurrently. So the ambient defense doesn't work if you shoot police. Well, I was going to say a couple of things. One, you never fuck with police or you're going to get a very stiff sentence. So almost that they shoot you. Right. It'll be so much easier. Um, Secondly, you attached a link at the bottom that actually said for, I think, him and the guy right uh, um, above him for their stories, they had previous mental health conditions. Right. So the ambient defense did not work. And they're saying, don't rely on that. It's kind of like the insanity defense. A bunch of people started using it. Right. And they're like, no, no, no. We have to have testing. And I think those two did get convicted because they had prior um, mental health issues. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... That's the thing with whenever you hear about someone wigging out on drugs and like eating their roommate or something, whenever you look into that, yeah, whenever you look into that, it's usually a person who already has mental issues and just shouldn't be taking drugs. Otherwise, drugs are so prevalent, people eating their roommates would just be an epidemic. So it's usually still just mental health. And it seemed like, yeah, that was probably the case with this guy, too. But it didn't matter. He still went to uh, still went to prison. There's also Andrew McClay, who he was a tw- uh, 22 year old, was charged with first degree murder for allegedly bludgeoning his soulmate and best friend Nicole Burns to death on the night of April 23rd or the morning of April 24th. He claimed to have no recollection of what happened. The recommended dosage of Ambien is one pill. McClay took five and also drank whiskey and took 15 a leave. Like, that sounds like a cry for help. That sounds like su- a suicide right? attempt. Right, it does. Because I know a guy who tried to kill himself just by downing a bottle of Tylenol. Yeah. We called him Bacos. You know, like the imitation bacon bits. Maybe that's why he killed himself. But he <laughs> he answered to it, so it was fine. Attempted so, to kill himself, sorry. Do, I know there was a lot there. So if you, like, don't take enough pills, is that more like a suicide suggestion? I think it's just another thing you failed at. Uh, <laughs> right? Just another thing in life that you're never going to succeed at. I remember there was one point where I was sad in my 20s and I was like, I want to I want to kill myself. I want to overdose on drugs and or overdose on like Tylenol or whatever. And I was like, how how many bottles would it take me? And then I realized like I couldn't afford to kill like I literally could not <laughs> afford to kill myself because I was 20 and poor. Yeah. That that was the only thing that saved my <laughs> life. My my bad uh credit choices. At least that saved you. It did. Here and I am. now we're here doing Pretty Scary Boo. Pretty Scary Boo. So shortly before McClay allegedly bludgeoned Burns to death with a hammer, the two had been talking about living together. Uh, Burns and McClay 
who, by the way, this he's gay, so this wasn't like a passion thing where like she wouldn't fuck me, so I murdered her in the middle of the night. Uh, they had a platonic relationship. People said they were super close. Relatives became concerned when McClay sent a series of emails to his aunt saying, I'm sorry, I love you, come get my fish. Which, at least he's responsible. Yep. You don't leave those fish. Responsible to the end. Exactly. Uh, they called police because the messages sounded suicidal, and when police arrived, they found empty whiskey bottles and Burns' body laying in a pool of blood next to a hammer. McClay then walked out of a bathroom wearing only a t-shirt and a towel. So this guy was clearly really fucked up. Unless he was, I don't know, just trying to wash the evidence off or something. But uh, Later on in the back of the police cruiser, he asked if his friend was okay. And the, uh, the cop was like, what friend are you talking about? And he said, Nicole. And Nicole had been dead on his living room floor for hours by then. And his ambient defense didn't work. Sentenced to 48 years in prison. I think he took a, pic, uh, a shower because he knows that um, cleanliness is next to godliness. Sure, sure. Trying to send her to heaven now that she's dead on his living room floor. You know, you, you, you build up a sweat. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if any of this, uh, this is kind of, I mean, not, un, there, there's parts of this, at least the part where he asks if my friend's okay. Did you ever watch uh, The Night Of? I don't think so. It's a you would like it a lot. It's an HBO miniseries. I think there's only eight episodes, but it's about a guy who may or may not have committed a murder. Wait, was it with a taxi cab driver? Yeah, yeah. I heard of this. Dana, who was on uh, Listcast, was telling me about it. She's like, "It's so great." She said the same thing. She's like, is, "You would love it." Yeah, it's really good. And there's a in that first episode, there's a scene where they're in the back of a cop car, and he the the suspect goes, "Is she okay?" And the guy's like, what? How would you know that there was even a problem if you weren't? Tricky. Tricky, tricky. So I think the moral of this story is don't take Ambien. No, I think you can take it. Just don't take more than one. Barricade yourself in your home. Yeah, yes. At night. Yes, like someone who knows they're going to see a a full moon and turn into a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Lock yourself up in chains. Yeah. Yeah, just don't take more than one. Either way. And then come visit us at the Grand Ole Opry in Texas. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, the Grand Ole Opry, which is actually in Nashville. Nashville, Texas. <laughs> Jeff May will be there and he'll be wrestling the gators. The crocs he will. And they'll eat his face off. <laughs> face off. <laughs> you know Jeff's uh, fighting danger soon. Is that really going to happen? I'll be honest. I don't like violence, which for as much as I like to like uh, put it out into the universe for <laughs> Jeff May, I actually don't like it. Uh, I don't know about that. He'll win, though. It'll be fine. No, Jeff Jeff will win. I know. I'm scared for danger. Oh, yeah. Well, I've considered jumping in the ring and hitting Jeff with a chair or something. <laughs> yeah. Just to even it up. Yes. Like when he's winning, I give him a good folding chair to the back and we get it back on solid ground. Good. Or two by four. Yes. <laughs> or a staple gun. Yeah, or something iconic, like a typewriter. And then everyone's like, where'd that guy get a typewriter? And I'm like, From I'm this the... date sale that Raquel was at for three <laughs> hours. I'm like, I'm the typewriter. That's my name. I hit people with typewriters. Super Let expensive. Let me bang out this novel and then bang on <laughs> Jeff May's back. Oh, uh, so this was fun. 
This was fun. We miss Caitlin. Everyone missed you both last week because we, there was no pretty scary episode last Thank week. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know how to read the messages, but I hear from Mick Hammond <laughs> um, if, if people um, miss us. Yeah, I, I posted. I forgot to tell people at first that there was no pretty scary last week, and people were like, "What the fuck? Why are you posting this other thing?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, pretty scary will be back." I, I, I toyed with him. I was like, maybe in a couple weeks it'll be back, but I knew we'd be back the next week. Um, was it like our... Over, er, under promise, over deliver? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah. Finger me. Finger me. Uh, do you have anything to plug before we get out of here? Oh, oh God. Caitlin's so much better at this. Um, yes. If you can, listen to our uh, podcast, White Wine True Crime. You can find us on Instagram and uh, the internet. Instagram uh, and the internet, Carrie? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can definitely find us um, on the internet at whitewinetruecrime.com. You can find us at Instagram and Twitter at WWTCrime. Nice. And then July 1st, we have our backyard. Uh, or, our, well, I guess we'll have another podcast before then. But Backyard Comedy Show, which is sold out. Yes. But we're going to live stream it for some of the uh, subscribers. That'll be fun. We had fun at our um, Hollywood Hotel. Right? Yeah. A PUI show. Can we kind of make it like a PUI? Oh, I mean, we can drink, obviously. It's going to be that kind of thing. It's a 4th of July cookout. Yeah. We're going to be rocking. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. If you want to hear this podcast every week, subscribe on Patreon. $5 a month. We do 10 episodes a week. It's 12 and a half cents an episode. Super cheap. We don't do 10 episodes a week of this. That would burn us the fuck out. But we do 10 episodes of podcasts. And yeah, we I don't do think th- anyone would want to hear us that much. I feel, like, I feel like you're wrong. I think people would. People love you, Carrie. They really do. Uh, so, yeah, sign up for that. And, uh, you know, follow us on the socials. Do all the things. It's fine. Let's get out of here. Let's go take Adam, a, let's go take Ambien. Let's go take Ambien and get in the car. Lots of Ambien boo. Lots of Ambien boo. Let's take Ambien and drive over to Jeff's house. Let's drive to Tampa. And kill him and then drive to Tampa and visit Caitlin. Oh, good idea. We're Priorities. not going to kill Caitlin though. No. No. no why no, would we kill no. Caitlin? Yeah. We'll just Kate- bring her Jeff's head and show. Her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it probably has like a full egg that he was eating in it. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Carrie, say goodbye. Pretty scary boo. Bye, guys. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.